Welcome to the Positively Midlife Podcast. We are college friends now in our 50s exploring midlife together. Join us on this journey filled with honest discussion on the topics and challenges that are important to women at midlife. Welcome back to the Positively Midlife Podcast. Today's episode is all about celebrating those wonderful women in our lives. And yes, Tish, we are talking about Valentine's Day today. You know, it just seems like we had New Year's and I can't <laughs> believe it's already Valentine's Day. Ellen, how did that happen? It's like, poof, it's here. I don't know. I think we, uh, this time of year just, I think, goes from New Year's until it's almost April. But for those of you that might not be familiar with Valentine's Day, it's celebrated on February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. And it is a day dedicated to showering all your friends with love and appreciation. And it's really, to me, about women supporting women. You know, I thought we could take today, Valentine's Day, and really dive into how to celebrate this fabulous day, right? <laughs> um, share some of our favorite Galentine traditions or ideas. And we've even gotten some, you know, heartwarming stories from our listeners about <clears throat> their Galentine's Day celebrations. Excellent. But before we jump into this week's episode and all the things fun and fabulous about Galentine's Day, let's get to my favorite part of the show, Tish, our obsessions. What do you have for me this week? You know, every once in a while, I just like freshening up my bedding, whether it's a mm -hmm. new comforter or new blanket or whatever. And here's the thing, though, like I need one right now. So I have found the most amazing white fleece blanket, right? It's going to be, you know, kind of brighten the room up because, you know, heading into spring, but it's still cold out. So I wanted mm -hmm. something that was still warm. So this fleece blanket is just fabulous for that bright springy look, but still bring that warmth to those cool nights. Wow, that is a really great idea. And I agree with you. White things feel so fresh and so springy. And it's true where you are in South Carolina, it, it is starting to get a little warm, right? A little springy? It, 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 is, it is starting. It is starting. Not quite fast enough for my like, but it is starting. <laughs> <laughs> and I seem to have to do my bedding more often because my fur baby shares my bed. <laughs> um... So... So I need new bedding probably more often, like a couple times a year. Wow. Well, it sounds great. We'll definitely have a link to it in our show notes. Okay. Well, what about you, Ellen? What is your obsession this week? Well, my obsession this week was sent to me by a friend, and it wasn't a Galentine's gift, but it was a pick-me-up. You know, I had like four or five things happen in a row last week, and my friend Ellen sent me a coloring book, an adult coloring book. I'm showing, <laughs> I'm showing uh, Tish this because it's called Fuck Off, I'm Still Coloring. <laughs> Every page has a swear word on it in this one. And it is to de-stress. And she also sent with it, because she knows I'm not super crafty, this fabulous array of markers. And 
I just thought this was the best pick me up ever. I have started coloring and you know, you do de-stress right away. And these are so fun and so silly. So my obsession this week is this fuck off coloring book from my good friend, Ellen. Uh, You know, anything we can figure out how to de-stress, but I have to say, Ellen is, she is just one of those friends that um, is always there with the card. I know when I was sick, she had sent me, um, flowers. She sent me mm-hmm. bee earrings because she knows I love the bees. She's just one of those super thoughtful friends with the card, with the little gift, with the, you know, and it just mm-hmm. makes you feel great. So big shout out to Ellen, who yes. is just, she, we're going to name her the number one Galentine of this year. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are. I think we are. So we'll have a link to both of those. And there are many other funny, funny adult coloring books um, that we can link to as well. All right. So let's jump in and start chitting chatting about Galentine's Day. Let's talk about how it started. It was actually popularized in a 2010 episode of the TV show Parks and Recreation, where the character Leslie, played by Amy Poehler, throws her annual Galentine's Day party for her female friends. Now, I didn't watch that show, Tish. Did you? Did you watch Parks and Rec? You know, I did not. And until we decided to do this episode, I didn't even know where Galentine's Day came from. So it was really kind of cool to hear where it came from. And it really just shows the power of like pop Mm -hmm. culture in creating new traditions like Galentine's Day. (laughs) So now it's not only celebrated nationwide here in the U.S., but it's even celebrated globally by women of all ages. But this really goes to show the power of friendship, you know, especially for us at midlife, but (laughs) that we just we just latched on to this holiday because it resonated with that we need to appreciate our gale pals. You are so right, Tish. And that is something I know we talk about so much on the podcast. You can have one great friend or you could have 50, but at midlife, friends or friends are important. So I want to be clear, though, the type of Galentines we're talking about here on our podcast today isn't to placate single women who are bummed about Valentine's Day. We're here to mm-hmm. talk about taking that day to celebrate all of your friends, married friends, single friends, divorced friends, friends in relationships, friends in situationships, right? And appreciate all of them. You know, when we even like on our podcast, you know, our theme is about empowering women and supporting women and stuff like that. And even our like recent guest, um, Holly, um, when she did the Hope uh, with Holly episode, we talked about that great golden girl's life. (laughs) You know, if we can't find our romantic relationship uh, that we're going to have later in life, you know, we can always depend on our gal friends to maybe have one of those golden girls where we all live together kind of situations. And as a college friends, we've talked about this too. Who's going to end up living together at midlife? (laughs) Oh, that's right. Or beyond. And you know, exactly, Tish. I think really being empowered to say a golden girl's lifestyle here for the end (laughs) is, is a good thing. But 
You know, I want to share that I read an article in Psychology Today because you and I love Mm. doing our research about the power of midlife friendships, and they can be male or female. And the article states that midlife friendships are not a luxury. They are a necessity. And I know you and I both believe this to be true. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you think about it, you know, the happiest people have that good core group of people. And yes, we love researching our topics to death, don't we? (laughs) We Um, do. But I came across this really great article. It was back from 2019, but it was in psychology and aging, right? And it shared that the current generation of older adults are less likely than previous generations before them um, to rely on romantic partners for social support, right? And they're mm-hmm. more likely to be relying on friends. And and I know I'm living proof of that. You know, I don't know what I would do without my girl pals. You know, Tish, I agree with that. And I think, you know, why this has happened happening is really interesting to me. Why are we different? And the first thing I thought is that it seems like there's so many more of us are are divorced, right? And so mm-hmm. we are not with lifelong partners. Um, and maybe that's why um, it's happening. But, you know, I feel like we're a generation that's just empowered and um, we spend more time developing these friendships. But according to research, by the lingerie brand Beau Avenue, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, searches for Valentine's Day have increased 400% since 2015. And Valentine's Day has decreased by 55%. (laughs) (laughs) So I I think that goes to the power of, you know, how much a day dedicated to your friends resonates with people, and especially with people in our age group. You know, we did that recent episode about gray divorce, and it talked about how more and more women at midlife are opting for divorce. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, the, the psychology um, and aging talks about not relying on romantic partners later in life. And with the increase in gray divorce, who do you have? Who is your support group? And that's your friends. And so Mm -hmm. I think investing into these female friendships becomes more and more important as we get older. So true, Tish. I think you hit the nail on the head there. And I just want to bring up one more article since you and I did this research. (laughs) I know. We were were deep into this Galentine's research. Deep into it, but the Mayo Clinic, which, you know, is so renowned and well-known, says friendships increase your sense of belonging and purpose, and they boost happiness and reduce stress. They improve your self-confidence and your self-worth. I I think they, every single thing there is true. And so why not celebrate that? You know, I and I think the importance of all this type of research is like, why do we bring this up? Why do we bring this research mm-hmm. up all the time? Because it's not just this, oh, I think it's better for me. I mean, there's real science behind the importance of these. And that's why we stress it so many times on this podcast to make that type of effort. And you know, I can't agree more with you, Ellen. You know, these type of friendships, especially as we get older, can help us cope with traumas, 
mm-hmm. can help us cope through divorce, through serious illness, through job loss, or death mm-hmm. of a loved one. I mean, these are the core of what's going to keep us stable. And that's why it's important to know this, invest your time with this, mm-hmm. and celebrate your Gale tribe. Yep. It's always been my girlfriends that have helped me through the toughest times in my life, like my cancer diagnosis, my divorce, or things that happened with my three boys. But, you know, they've always been the ones to be there when something good happens too, to celebrate my joys and successes. And those are just as important to me. These are women and a few men that feel just so happy when things go right for me as well. Yes, you you need that too, because you, you don't want to surround yourself with um, women in competition with you, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's what I love about, you know, our group of friends and stuff like that. It's no matter where they are, they're supporting you, um, you mm-hmm. know, encouraging you, pushing you forward, just inspiring you. Yeah, it's, t- it's, yes. it's absolutely important. So important. So Tish, you know how much I love to read and I haven't talked about books on our show in quite a while. So in honor of Valentine's Day, I'd like to recommend a few great books about friendship here for February. So are you ready? I'm ready. I always love, I always love your book selections because there's things I wouldn't necessarily read. Um, You know, there's so much out there. Um, you know, I'm more of an audible girl because I'm always in the car, but what have you got yep. for me in terms of what should I be reading? All right. Well, these are two books and they're not new, but the first one is by Kristen Hanna and it is called Firefly Lane. And this book has been out for 10, at least 10 years, but there was an amazing mini series with Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk, who was on Scrubs. And these women take us on a friendship journey from the time they were like 12, right up through, you know, their, their upper fifties from the seventies through today. And do they go through it? The book is amazing. And I have to say, most of the time, I don't like when there's a TV show or, you know, a mini series or a movie, but this one hits the nail on the head. Firefly Lane. Have you read it, Tish? I have not read it, but I'm going to put it on my list because I've got three credits with Audible. So this might be okay. my next one. <laughs> but it you know is I, so good. So good. You know what I love, though, about books that take you through different um, decades, right, is you tend to see how friendships morph and change, what mm-hmm. we share, how we bond, how we communicate, that unspoken um, connection that we have with people that have been in our life a long time. Um, there's just nothing like it. So uh, to me, I'm drawn to a book that's going to talk about friendship for over the decades. Because I do have a handful of friends that I have literally had for decades. <laughs> it's I love that too. It's something that really speaks to me. And this book, uh, seriously, will just take you right back there because a lot of us experienced the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. (laughs) Um, And it's an escape. So I'll be curious to to see what what you think about it, Tish. And for those of you who are not big readers, 
tune in to the mini series. It is so well done. And these two characters are just so relatable. I could see myself in, in both of them. All right. A second okay. girlfriend book that I loved from a few years ago is called The Villa. And it's set in the 1970s in a villa over in Europe that, that these um, folks go to. And think about maybe Fleetwood Mac or, you know, <laughs> some of those kinds of, it has rock stars, it has love, it has Europe. But underlying all of this is the most powerful story of female friendship. And one of the reasons I really like this book is because it takes you again back through time and back to a time where there was a lot of sex and drugs and rock and roll. So this one Mm -hmm. really, um, I think, is kind of, you know, makes you want to go to Europe, makes you want to be in a villa and makes you want to have your female friends with you. So neither book is new. But I just had to throw out a couple of great reads. And in our show notes, I'll put three or four other books about female friendship that touch my heart. You know, I do think, though, friendships have definitely changed in this more modern age of texting and social media and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So to kind of kind of preset it deck to, deck to the 70s, I love that idea because I think there was just so much more face-to-face interaction, Mm -hmm. so much more FaceTime with your friends than there tends to be now. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just changed a little. I think you can always use social media and these type of of ways to keep in contact with people that you might not have been able to use before. So I think Mm -hmm. it could be good, but there's nothing like that face-to-face friendship. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well put. So, Alan, I want to know, I I love these book selections, and I I can't wait to see the other ones that you list as well. But I want to ask you, so do you have any special Galentine's Day traditions that you have participated in? Well, I personally don't yet. But after doing this show, I definitely will. In a way, I feel like every day is Galentine's Day for me, right? (laughs) Because I just love my tribe so much. But one of my good friends, Chef Laura Polly, who's been on our show before, she did a party years ago. So she was very ahead of her time. She hosted an annual phenomenal woman party. So she invited a group of women. She put out full china. She printed menus at each place setting. She had books of poetry for every guest. One year it was Maya Angelou and we were, you know, reading poems about women. It was such a treat to get invited to one of her parties. Now, of course, she started it out with gougères, which are like French cheese puffs and champagne. So that set <laughs> the stage for this phenomenal women event. And I, I've always wanted to do one of these, host a party like that or make it an annual event. And now that I'm an empty nester, I think this is something I could do. Um, You know, here's the thing about what you were saying about her party. She made it special. mm -hmm. The china, the menus, the, the taking the time to pick out poetry that she wanted to share. Um, the incredible food or whatever. I mean, 
I'm dying to go to one of these parties. <laughs> I want her to throw another one so I can come too. But it's 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 taking the time and effort to make your friends feel so special. Yeah. And that's that's what's amazing about what she had done. So I love that. I, I just love that idea. I'm thinking next year, I really need to put a little more effort into this whole Galentine's thing. <laughs> I agree. I'm just going to share with you too. I saw my best friend from high school this past weekend, and somehow we started talking about China. She has fine China. You know, back when we got mm-hmm. married, we all wanted to get a ch- China I, I had China from my grandmother's and I told her I've never used it. And she was like, just have your girlfriends over or your book club and serve yes. some cake on that pretty China. You know, China can just, something like that can just elevate um, an yes. event. Um, but let's ask, let me ask you, what are you doing this year, Tish? You know, I want to celebrate embracing that too much woman, you know, that (laughs) was inspired by a recent guest, Gina. I love her energy about embracing being exactly who you are, not toning it down or watering it down for anyone. And so um, now what I'm doing for this Galentine's, it's just small, right? Um, I'm still coming out of this time of not feeling well. But mm-hmm. I still wanted to celebrate the day. So I'm going out with just a couple friends to our favorite wine bar and just having a glass of wine. And even though it's a busy week, I wanted to take that time out just to remind them that they are special to me. I love that. And it sounds like a perfect day, actually, Tish, a perfect Valentine's Day. And like you said before earlier in the show, it's not about what you do. But who you spend it with and celebrating those friendships and people who've supported and enriched our lives in the last year. You know, today, Valentine's Day, because we're actually taping this show on Valentine's (laughs) Day, is my middle son's birthday. He's turning 20. So I might need Um, to make this party on a different day. But I don't think that matters because, you know, I don't think it does either. Yeah, we got to cherish our adult kids when they want to be with us and then make time for our girlfriends or girl tribe. Absolutely. Um, you know, and just for, for the same thing, you know, to, to the reason that we celebrate Valentine's Day, right, is when we have somebody in our life who is significant mm-hmm. to us and we want to show them they're important to us, right? So, so should we make that effort to show our girl tribe that they are also important to us and just to say a thank you to them for enriching our Mm -hmm. lives and being there when we needed that shoulder to cry on or to cheer us on be our cheerleaders during our biggest accomplishments or you know mend our wounds when we're feeling defeated in life Yep. All of the above. And you know what, Tish, I know you've been trying to get a Zoom call together for our college friends for Valentine's Day too. You know, I was trying to get a Zoom call together. I don't think it's actually going to happen because it doesn't seem to be a good night for everybody. But Mm -hmm. like you were saying, it's not about the 13th of February. It's about getting together. So I'm going to try to reschedule a, a little Zoom call because I miss everybody. I know we just saw them in October and I know we're planning another 
big get together uh, next October. <laughs> but I just think it's important to um, keep that face to face connection when at all possible. And hey, Zoom's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. And we have been doing them back a few years ago during the pandemic regularly. So I think it's good to get it going now. You know, I read that over 100 prominent women in Massachusetts got together last year to celebrate Galentine's. And these were women from the public sector, from philanthropy, education, and other industries. So I love that this is kind of branching out, not just to your personal friends, but to other people in your orbit. Yeah, I like that. You know, some women do do Galentine's Day in a big way, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, even... Um, the magazine Cosmopolitan featured the ultimate gift-giving guide for Galentine's Day in their January 2024 issue. And it has all these great gifts. So you can go there and get some ideas. I mean, you can do it big. You can plan a short trip together for Galentine's or, you know, even just doing like a video call, just connecting Mm -hmm. with friends in one way or another. You know what? All of those are great ideas. And I decided to just text some of my girlfriends today too, because just a simple text, I'm thinking about you. It's Valentine's Day. Miss you. Let's catch up soon. I think is a, is an easy cost free way also of celebrating and just letting that person know, giving them that reminder that they're your friend and you love them. Yeah. I know some women you can get together and do book. Uh, groups on Galentine's mm-hmm. Day, you know, whatever, nice. whatever, however you can do this. But um, Galentine's Day is becoming a real thing for even young people. So one of my colleagues, Minerva, she was telling me how she hosted this big sleepover for her daughter. And her daughter's young, you know, she's not, mm-hmm. I don't think she's even a teenager yet. And she did this huge, very elaborate, big decorated for her daughter and all their friends to celebrate Valentine's Day. And I thought, bravo, she's teaching her daughter at a very young age to value these friendships. I love that. Start them young. Value the girl tribe. That's a Mm -hmm. really great thing. And maybe some of our listeners have younger daughters um, or granddaughters. And I think uh, a good thing to put out there for that. And the other thing Minerva was doing is she is very um, uh, involved in uh, Hispanic women's groups, right? You know, um, she is Latin and she does these get-togethers very frequently that promote each other, promote each other's business, support each other. It's just a really good network that she has put together um, in her community. And it's just about building those strong female friendships. And Mm -hmm. she's done this around her Spanish community. And I can't applaud her enough for that because, you know, there, I think there's challenges for a lot of, you know, Hispanic women and to bring them together, to promote them, to lift them up, to um, celebrate their culture and embrace everything. I just love that. I love that too. And, you know, I think if you look, uh, you can find communities to join. 
and to emulate as well, because it seems like um, your friend really um, has put together a a great structure around it. And um, I think that Mm -hmm. um, I am really looking forward to hearing from our our listeners and from other folks what they're doing, Tish, right? This is kind of new territory for a lot of us. I I think it is. And and I almost wish we had done this um, episode a couple of weeks ago to give people, mm-hmm. you know, a chance to kind of plan this. But, you know, maybe plan it for next year or plan it for a little later in the month. It, again, it's not about a specific day. I mean, that was out of a pop culture, you know, <laughs> thing. It's about taking that time. I know I've recently um, joined a group of ladies and we are planning to do like a high tea once a month. And it's, you know, uh, it's a Christian based and it's about supporting each other and our community. And it's mostly midlife women um, Mm -hmm. that are doing this. But again, find those different groups out there. If you're not already plugged in, I know I'm, involved in that one, as well as a Facebook group that regularly Mm -hmm. meets in the community. And we do different stuff. One of the ladies was talking about getting together once a month that one of the local wine shops does a puzzle night. And yeah, and they have a contest to see who can finish their puzzle first. And they (laughs) just had the first one. I thought, I want to go do a puzzle. I want to go do a puzzle. But again, it's about getting out there connecting with women, finding that tribe, finding that base of support, it is more important now than in any other time in our lives Mm -hmm. that we have a broad, diverse group of women who support us, who we support, who are there for us, who make us laugh, where we can build memories to go from. You know, Tish, I really like that you said a broad and diverse set of women, because um, I know we've talked about this before, too. Our friends don't have to be our age. They can be older, 10 years older, Mm -hmm. 20 years older, 20 years younger, right? And I think we really learn from friends that are in different age groups as well. So I love the idea of really having and creating that broad and diverse set of friends and celebrating them during Galentine's. But I know we'd love to hear from you, right, Tish, about what what our listeners are doing. I would love to hear what people have done for Galentine's Day or maybe what they'd like to do in the future Mm -hmm. even. But, you know, how do you celebrate your, your girl tribe? How do you show them? in a way that they are important to you or they are special to you. It doesn't have to be about big gifts. You know, it, it, it's usually more about time, intention, you know, maybe making them a meal when they're not feeling well. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's connecting. And again, I can't tell you that that type of investment of your time is going to be well spent. Mm-hmm. Really, and pay bountifully um, in your life. Now, before we um, get going, because I know we're close to the end of our podcast, 
I yep. did want to give a shout out to our newest patron from Patreon, and that is Martha McSorley Suthi, my freshman year roommate from Trinity College. So thank you, Martha, for um, supporting us and happy Galentine's to you. Oh, happy Galentine's, Martha. You know, it's it's it was so great when we first started the podcast, Martha had reached out and it was so amazing to know that she had been, you know, tapping in and listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, you just never know where you're going to get that support from, but her support in just being a consistent listener and, and, and now as a Patreon as well. I just love that, you know, women yeah. supporting women is where it, it, that's the core of everything. Right. It, it is. So until next time, keep embracing midlife, be positive, laugh, and have a little bit of that Galentine spirit. Right, Tish? Uh, you said, you said it, Alan. I love that. Happy Galentine's day to everyone. That's right. Till next week, midlifers. The Positively Midlife podcast will drop every Wednesday. Become part of our tribe of women excited to thrive in midlife. Like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen and invite your friends along. Until next time, have a great week.